0: Here's today's federal newscast, I'm Eric White. The Education Department says it's implementing new bargaining terms without agreement from the American Federation of Government Employees. The two parties have been negotiating for almost a year, but haven't been able to agree on a new contract. The new terms include more limitations on official time and restrictions of AFGE's use of education's office space and supplies. They don't include the department's policies on telework, employee training, and disability exceptions that were part of the previous agreement. Education says the new terms went into effect earlier this week. The General Services Administration's inspector general agrees to investigate the Trump administration's decision to scrap a decade-long plan for a new FBI headquarters. GSA IG Carol Ochoa will determine whether the latest proposal for a new FBI headquarters accounts for the full cost of the project. Congressman Jerry Connolly made the request last month after several hearings with GSA officials. Instead of building the FBI a new consolidated campus in suburban Virginia or Maryland, the new plan calls for raising the old J. Edgar Hoover building in D.C. and building a new headquarters in its place. GSA jumpstarts the IT modernization initiative.
1: The General Services Administration awards five contracts for phase one of the Centers of Excellence Initiative to modernize federal technology at the Agriculture Department. Under each section of the COE, the winning vendor will provide planning and strategy services to help USDA develop a roadmap for modernization across five areas, cloud adoption, IT infrastructure optimization, customer experience, contact center, and service delivery analytics. Additionally, GSA announces Bob DeLuca has come over from the Overseas Private Investment Corporation to implement the day-to-day operations of the COE initiative. I'm Jason Miller.
0: An updated version of the President's management agenda will be issued next week. Margaret Weikert, Deputy Director for Management at OMB, tells House lawmakers IT modernization will be at the core of the PMA, but Weikert says it will require a broader approach of more than just technology to address the root causes of federal management challenges. Senator Bernie Sanders wants Defense Secretary James Mattis to crack down on Pentagon waste and high contractor pay. He asked Mattis to provide a strategy to prevent future fraud by defense contractors. Sanders also noted that the CEOs of Lockheed Martin and Raytheon were paid more than $20 million salary last year, while more than 90% of the company's revenues came from government defense spending. DOD awards a nearly $1.5 billion contract to Lockheed Martin for material and parts necessary for F-35 Lightning II air systems. The aircraft will be used by the Air Force, Marine Corps, Navy, and non-US DOD partners. The modifications will cover 214 aircraft for those stakeholders. The Air Force urges a major contractor to finish a long overdue program. More now from Tom Temen in today's management report. Undersecretary Matthew Donovan, in a site visit, tells Boeing to double down on finishing the KC-46 tanker and get it to production. He calls the plane's capabilities superb while saying the development phase needs to go the last ten yards. The visit came the same day Air Force brass said they'd split space launches between two contractors, including a Boeing-Lockheed joint venture. I'm Tom Tammen. The Air Force is working with the Office of Personnel Management to speed up the security clearance process. The branch has 79,000 employees waiting for clearances. It wants OPM to conduct background interviews over Skype and to do interviews in hubs closer to where some employees live. Senate Intelligence Committee Vice Chairman Mark Warner wants the White House to make security clearance reform an utmost priority. Warner writes to White House Chief of Staff John Kelly and National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster, saying the administration needs a whole-of-government approach to tackle the backlog of over 700,000 pending security clearances. Warner says the administration should consider how continuous evaluation, adequate funding, and uniform clearance standards can address the challenges. A federal court rules the Army Corps of Engineers is responsible for $300 million worth of flood damage across four Midwestern states. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. The 263-page ruling comes after a trial that lasted for more than two months. The judge agreed with plaintiffs in a lawsuit that said the Corps' management of the Missouri River caused more frequent and damaging floods, destroying private property in Missouri, Kansas, Nebraska, and Iowa. Attorneys say the changes flowed from a management decision the Army Corps made more than a decade ago that was intended to preserve habitat for endangered. endangered species while deprioritizing flood control. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Encryption plays a crucial role in cybersecurity, but advances in quantum computing could change that. Jason Matheny, director of the Intelligence Advanced Research Projects Activity, says in the next 20 years or so, advances in quantum computing could crack some of the most sophisticated encryption available today. IARPA is a leading authority in quantum computing research. In recent years, the National Institute of Standards and Technology and the National Security Agency have called for open collaboration with the public to develop quantum resistance encryption. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.